Chapter 1 of An Elementary Study of Insects. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeffrey Smith. An Elementary Study of Insects by Leonard Haseman. Chapter 1 insects there is a difference between a grub and a butterfly yet your butterfly was a grub shakespeare in undertaking a study of insects it is well first of all to know something about what they are their general nature appearance habits and development the insects comprise the largest group of animals on the globe. There are about four times as many different kinds of insects as all other kinds of animals combined. Insects vary greatly in size. Some are as large as small birds, while others are so small that a thousand placed in one pile would not equal the size of a pea. Insects are commonly spoken of as bugs. This term, however, is properly used only when referring to the one order of insects, which includes the sap and blood-sucking insects, such as the chinch bug, bed bug, squash bug, and the like. Then, too, there are many so-called bugs which are not insects at all. Spiders, thousand legs, crawfishes, and even earthworms are often spoken of as bugs. What they are. Insects are variously formed, but as a rule the mature ones have three, and only three, pairs of legs, one pair of feelers, one pair of large eyes, and one or two pairs of wings. The body is divided into a head, thorax, and abdomen. The head bears the eyes, feelers, and mouth. The thorax bears the legs and wings, and the abdomen is made up of a number of segments. The presence of wings at once decides whether or not it is an insect, for aside from bats and birds, insects alone have true wings these are the distinguishing characters of the full-grown insect but like birds they hatch from eggs and while young do not always look like their parents when young they may take on various shapes as caterpillars borers maggots grubs hoppers and the like Young insects are often difficult to distinguish from true worms, centipedes, snails, and such forms, but after one has collected and reared some of the young and watched them pass through the different stages and emerge with wings, they are much more easily recognized. Their Principal Characteristics Young insects, as a rule, are soft, like caterpillars and maggots while the old ones usually have a hard body wall similar to the beetles and wasps. 
the wings are usually thin and transparent though in some cases they are leathery or hard as in case of beetles or covered with scales as in the butterflies three pairs of legs are jointed and used for running climbing jumping swimming digging or grasping the feelers or antennae are usually thread-like clubbed or resemble a feather and extend forward or sideways from the head the large eyes are compound being made up of many great small units which when magnified resemble honeycomb in some cases two or three small bead-like eyes may be present besides the two large eyes the mouth parts of insects may be formed for chewing as in the grasshopper or for sucking up liquids as in the mosquito the mouth of an insect is built on an entirely different plan from our own chewing insects have an upper and lower lip and between these there are two pairs of grinding jaws these jaws are hinged at the side of the face and when chewing they come together from either side so as to meet in the middle of the mouth they therefore work sideways rather than up and down the mouth parts of the sucking insects are drawn out to form a sucking tube or proboscis as in the case of the butterfly or mosquito the internal organs of insects are similar to those of other animals the digestive tube consists of esophagus gizzard or stomach and intestines the nervous system is well developed as shown by the extreme sensitiveness of insects to touch the brain is comparatively small except in the bees and ants the circulatory system consists simply of a long tube heart the blood vessels being absent in this way the internal organs of the insect are simply bathed in the blood the system of respiration is most complicated the air is taken in through pores usually along the side of the body and is then carried through fine tracheal tubes to all parts of the body you cannot drown an insect by putting its head under water since it does not breathe through its mouth the muscular system is similar to that of other animals which have the skeleton on the outside their methods of developing in most cases the parent insect deposits small eggs which hatch later into the young insects in some cases as with the blowflies the maggot may hatch from the egg while yet in the parent's body when the active larva is born alive whether the egg hatches before or after it is deposited the young insect continues to develop in one of three ways 
it may resemble the parent and simply grow as does a kitten or it may look somewhat like its parent though smaller and without wings as the young grasshopper or it may bear no resemblance whatever to the parent as the caterpillar which feeds and grows and finally spins a cocoon in which it passes to the resting chrysalis stage and later emerges with wings the development of insects is therefore extremely complicated the principal orders in order to study a group of animals which includes so many thousand different kinds it is necessary to divide them into a number of sharply defined divisions or orders all animal life is naturally grouped into such divisions and subdivisions among the insects we at once detect seven large sharply defined divisions or orders and ten or more smaller ones of these we have first the two-winged true flies second the four-winged butterflies and moths third the hard-backed beetles fourth the stinging four-winged wasps and bees fifth the variously formed sucking insects or true bugs as chinch bugs and bed bugs sixth the rapid flying four-winged snake doctors or dragonflies and seventh the hopping forms the grasshoppers besides these we have the various smaller orders of water-loving insects fleas etc the seven groups mentioned above include the majority of our common forms and in the studies to follow we will include only representatives from these orders their habits the habits of insects are as varied as their forms and adaptations some live in the water all their life others spend a part of their life under water others live the carefree life of the open air others enjoy feeding upon and living in the foulest of filth others associate themselves with certain definite crops or animals thereby doing untold injury while others produce food and other materials which are to be used by man for his comfort every imaginable nook and crook from the depths of lakes to the tops of mountains from the warm sunny south to the cold frigid north from the foul damp swamps to the heart of our desert lands offers a home for some small insect the most striking habits and developments among insects is found in the more highly advanced families of bees and ants where definite insect societies are formed resembling in many respects human societies and human activities among these villages are established homes built battles fought slaves made herds kept by shepherds and even fields cultivated 
in these groups we have the nearest approach to human intelligence their role in agriculture some insects may be very destructive to crops others are beneficial while the majority of insects are of no importance to man or agriculture the various forms of pests such as the chinch bug potato beetles and others do an enormous amount of damage each year they destroy hundreds of millions of dollars worth of crops annually in the united states alone they devour enough to pay for the entire cost of running the school system of our country and nearly enough to meet all the expenses of our government in view of these facts it is the duty of each and every farmer young or old to acquaint himself with these destructive pests and prepare himself for combating them with a knowledge of the methods of controlling these pests much of this enormous loss can be prevented while some insects are extremely injurious others are very helpful the products of the honeybee in the united states alone amount to several million dollars a year to say nothing of its value to the farmer in pollinating fruits the annual output of silk all of which is spun by the silkworm is worth millions of dollars many other forms are of value to man by producing material of commercial value such as lac shellac dyes medicines etc of all the beneficial insects those which are of greatest value to man are the parasites and similar forms which help to keep in check many of the severest pests of the farm insects are not all bad fellows by any means one must acquaint himself with those which are good and those which are bad before he can hope to deal with them intelligently and with childlike credulous affection we behold those tender wings expand emblems of our own great resurrection emblems of the bright and better land longfellow end of chapter one